Hello and welcome back to Media MD, the podcast where each fortnight we prescribe each other a piece of media that we have somehow missed. I'm Ruben Morehouse. And I'm Elliot Diebold. And this week slash fortnight, it's my turn, Elliot, and I'm bringing you a movie that is very near and dear to my heart. In fact, I remember a while ago we talked about a movie called Coherence on the show, um, and I can't remember if I said that was my favourite movie or just my favourite science fiction movie, but I'm going to retcon that because the movie <laughs> we're going to talk about today is my favourite movie Full stop. Um, it's not a science fiction movie, unless that would be a very interesting interpretation. But it doesn't really make <laughs> sense. So let's just not let's cut that train of thought off right there. Um, the movie that we're going to be talking about today is a film called In Bruges. Um, so, have you heard of this movie before I started talking to you about it? I I feel like I've heard the name. Like I I do feel like I've heard people mention that film, but I know absolutely nothing about it. Hmm. Um. Okay, so let's first just kind of get this out of the way and and some backstory for our listeners who aren't privy to our Facebook conversations. Elliot, you (laughs) have been misspelling Bruges the entire time we've been talking about recording this. So to get that out of the way, Bruges is the capital and largest city in the province of West Flanders in the Flemish region of Belgium in the northwest of the country. Is that... Does that give you enough context or should I keep reading the Wikipedia page? Uh, I mean, I think I've got it now, but I mean, I thought it sounded like Danish, so I was, I was kind of close. You were kind of close. Yeah. So it's interesting, <laughs> actually, um, <laughs> on the poster for In Bruges, I, I mean, like, this is something that I think they might have foreseen. The poster for In Bruges says, it has the tagline, shoot first, sightsee later, and then the title In Bruges, and then under that in brackets, it says, it's in Belgium. <laughs> so uh, I don't think you're the first person to have had this problem. And and obviously, um, once you watch the movie, you'll you'll start to realise that the kind of it, it's a it's a bit of a theme that Bruges is this city that exists outside of of time and outside of you know the rest of the world. Um, okay. I, I guess you passed the movie's test, Elliot. So good job. <laughs> um, so let's talk about what this movie is about. Um, it, it's it's not a, a movie that is like that has like a bunch of twists and turns in it. Um, but I don't want to describe the plot too much for you. But the, yeah. the plot I will give you is basically the one sentence plot summary, which is um, two, well, two hitmen hide out <laughs> in Bruges after a failed hit. Right? Okay. That's it. That's that's all you really get. Um, they, they've something went wrong. They fucked up, and now they're hiding out in Bruges to kind of wait out the heat. Okay. And that's the plot of the movie. Um, it's it, so I guess I should talk about why it's a movie that I love so much. Um, it's a, a black comedy, right? Um, which yeah. is a term that I think is has kind of lost its way recently. Uh, when you think about contemporary black comedies, it's a lot of what I would call naughty comedies in in the sense of like. There's this trend of movies, especially American movies lately, that are that call themselves kind of black comedies, which are just bad comedies that also have a bit of murder in them and, and, and they try and like say, oh, I'm a black comedy as this like redeeming factor. But um, yeah, Bru- In Bruges is, is a black comedy. It's a black comedy that, that really succeeds at being a black comedy in that it, it perfectly manages these two tones of hilarious, you know, hilariousness and fucking depressing dour, the uh, lowest points of, of human psyche, basically. Yeah, um, sure. Well, I imagine... I imagine tensions are pretty high after a failed hit and these two people who are presumably they have to stick together for some reason. Mm, yeah, so it's it's I mean there it is a tense movie at parts, but for most of it it's not. It's just 
these two guys sightseeing and trying to have a good time. One of them really doesn't enjoy the kind of architecture and historic nature of Bruges as a city and is just kind of bored out of his mind and the other one really does enjoy it. And so it's this weird kind of odd couple dynamic for the first half of the movie, essentially. Um, yeah, it's a weird film. It's a weird film to describe, but because I can't describe this stuff that really gets me about it because it is stuff that is built up over the course of the film. And then if I kind of give it away here, it will kind of uh, ruin that to an extent. Um, okay. Yeah. But what I will talk about for the film is it's, I want to talk about the person who, who created it. The writer and director of it is a guy called Martin McDonough. I think is his name. He's a, he's an Irish playwright and screenwriter and director. Um, okay. And he was like an award-winning playwright for like 10 years before he, I think he released his first play in 1996, I think. And then in Bruges came out in 2004, I think. Um, and he's, he's won a bunch of awards, including for in Bruges, which was his first feature film. Um, and he's gone on to do one called seven psychopaths, uh, which you might've heard of. That was, that kind of got a bigger release and was a bit more like, yeah, mainstream, well-known. Um, I, again, I think I've heard of that one, but I don't really mm. know anything about it except I can make some assumptions based on the title of that one. Based on the title. <laughs> more, more so than this one. Yeah. And, and that's a good movie as well. Um, and that's also kind of a black comedy, but the thing I like the most about In Bruges, as compared to Seven Psychopaths, which I was also thinking about kind of talking to you about, but In Bruges to me is a, 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 a movie that is built like a play, which is a weird kind of thing to say. And I'm saying it as a compliment in that it's it's very constructed. I don't know. It's It's very much like... It's a movie that's however long, an hour and a half or whatever, and as I was re-watching it in, in preparation for this episode, I was looking at how much of the stuff that happens in this movie is is basically explicitly or implicitly set up for later things that happen. And it's like 95% of the movie. Um, it's a movie that's very much built around building up this, this setting and building up these kind of seemingly trivial elements of the setting and then reincorporating them all in the final act or, or reincorporating them as the movie progresses. Um, okay. It's great. It's, it's, and having said that, you'll even, you'll even be thinking as you're watching it, oh, this is probably in the 5% that doesn't come back and you're going to be wrong um, <laughs> <laughs> about like all of it because it's all, it, it, it's, it's insane to the, and yeah. So let me take a breath because I'm getting carried <laughs> away here. <laughs> um, when people say stuff like that, like it's, I'm not just talking thematically, like obviously everything that happens in the film is, is put there for a reason. And, and that reason can just be to, to kind of build up the themes and, and build up the backstories of the characters and all that stuff. Right. Like, yeah. like that's an acceptable way to, to use scenes to build up the themes of the film or whatever it is. But I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about actually tangibly physically reincorporated where all these tiny minor things, like things that were just one minute long kind of joke bits become important, become like one domino in this chain of dominoes that causes this, causes this set of events to occur at the end of the film. Um, yeah. And it's great. It's like, it's beautiful watching it because the first time you're watching it, it's like, oh, cool. That thing comes back and that thing comes back. And then I've seen this movie like eight or nine times and Every time I watch it, I'm always astounded at catching these seeds that I didn't catch the, the other few times. Yeah. And seeing, oh, this is quite clearly setting up that thing, or this is that thing. Or even like a, a throwaway line that a character has that, that in the context of the whole movie becomes so much more important. And I love movies like that. I love, I love things like that where it lends itself to rewatching it. 
I mean, because of how meticulous it is. Yeah, what you're describing, I mean, I think tonally it's going to be quite different, but you, it sounds like you're talking about something similar to the to the show Arrested Development. Mm. Um, in the like that because that show has a lot of foreshadowing and stuff and all of its humor and and so when you're yeah, rewatching, yeah. there's there's whole layers that you didn't really appreciate the first time because it was setting up stuff for later. I think yeah, that's a good comparison and and something I would compare to it is for those who aren't familiar with Arrested Development, there's a character called. Um, uh, Buster, who yeah. in like season two or season three loses his hand, but in season one he finds a chair that his mother had taken away from his house that is a hand, like it's a hand chair, and he says, "Oh, I never thought I could miss a hand that much." Yeah, and it's a throwaway <laughs> line, but viewed in the context of the entire show, it's like, "Oh shit, they were setting this up for ages." And uh, yeah, that's that's kind of what I feel about in Bruges in a lot of ways. Um, yeah, yeah, there's a lot of stuff like that that I I can't actually go into detail about, but. It's just like so. It's so rewarding, um, and and with a comedy, you normally wouldn't want to watch it multiple times because you, you, the kind of impact of the jokes is is gone a bit. But yeah, I think the humor in this movie comes from the interactions of the characters in a lot of ways, um, and so I find new jokes in just kind of how characters react to things uh, as as I rewatch it. So it even. It's even still like quite a hilarious movie to me, even as I rewatch it and laugh at different things in the movie. <laughs> anyway, yeah. uh, I, I've this is kind of why I was worried about uh, prescribing it to you, Elliot, because there is an element of, of fanboyism in me t- towards this movie, <laughs> just because it's such a well-made movie. Um, so I, I'm going to round it off with a little bit of, of talk, touching on a couple of other things. One, which is just it's a really like well-made movie like not just from a, a writing and, and direction standpoint but the soundtrack is beautiful it's got this one or two recurring themes that come back throughout the whole movie that's amazing um and i love it uh it, it's shot in bruges and so a lot of the architecture in bruges kind of plays pivotal roles in the story there's one building in particular which comes back multiple times or this kind of courtyard and building that it's next to um and it's all like beautiful it's yeah. it's a beautiful city and so it's kind of implicitly a beautiful movie just because they're, they're it's shot in this beautiful city um as well as the performances in the movie um so the the two main characters are played by colin farrell and uh, brendan gleason are you familiar with with both of them yeah well more colin but yeah so brendan gleason can you picture him? He's he played Mad Eye Moody. That's probably yeah, his that's, really most well known role. That um, is that is exactly what I'm stuff. picturing. <laughs> yeah, perfect. Um, <laughs> yeah, Colin Farrell to me is this actor who it, it's hard to tell sometimes whether he's a really good actor that's always in bad movies or if he's a bad actor that just kind of lands in a bunch of good movies. <laughs> but in Bruges is like the definitive piece of evidence that he's actually a really really good actor because he, his performance in this film is like incredible. Okay. Um, as, as all the performances are, but he he's kind of the 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 central character of the of the film, um, and so he just like he carries it masterfully. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's it's weird. It's got all these great actors. It's got Ralph Fiennes. It's got Brendan Gleeson. It's got a bunch of other people. Um, it's got this one guy who I swear is in everything. Just uh, talk amongst yourself for a second, and I'm going to look up his name. Do, 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 do. Dum, this dum, part dum. will probably get cut unless we can think of a funny <laughs> joke to put in. Zeljiko Ivanek is his name. Anyway, yeah, okay. he's in everything. And it's a great movie. <laughs> <laughs> Got off track again. L- look, that was going to happen when we were talking about in Bruges. Um, 
yeah, I don't know. I don't know what else to say about it. I, I just, I, I think you will enjoy this movie because I don't think there's anyone who won't enjoy this movie. It's a great movie and everyone should watch it. And that means you, Elliot, and that means all the other people that are listening to this right now should just watch it. It's great. Okay. And that's yeah. all you need to say about it. <laughs> right on. Um, so before we wrap up, we will obviously come back in two weeks to, to discuss In Bruges, but we should also touch on what we'll be doing next week as a piece of off-week content because we do plan these things out even if it doesn't seem like it sometimes. <laughs> um, so, so next week we'll be, in, to give you guys a, a, an extra week to watch In Bruges, we'll be talking about a smaller piece of media, which is called 17776, I think is how you would say that. It's a year, 17776. Um, or its alternate title is... Uh, What's it called? Like, what football will look like in the future, I think it's called. It's this weird thing. It's a, a kind of piece of web serialized content. I'll link to it uh, in the description for this episode down below. But, yeah, if you want to, if you really have time over the break to kill, then you should check that out as well. It's, <laughs> it's a pretty good read for about an hour or two hours. Um, yeah, and we'll talk about it next week. Awesome. All right. So before we wrap up, do you have any in Bruges questions, Elliot? Um, no, not really. Uh, I've sort of got this image in my head now. I guess from what you were describing, I was sort of picturing something similar to Reservoir Do- Dogs, which you already gave me. Mm. And mm. then we talked about Arrested Development, so I'm picturing some sort of hybrid of those <laughs> two, which is yeah, probably I not mean, accurate. Would... But <laughs> I mean, it's more accurate than I think you would think. <laughs> anyway, uh, you can see how accurate it is for yourself when you watch it. Um, yeah.